Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Grand Island Independent Podcast, The Real Night of the Twisters, Episode 5, Books and Media on the Subject. Sponsored by Tijuas Tire. Tijuas Tire is the home of the Courtesy Inspection, where they check your brakes, belts, hoses, fluids, tires, and more absolutely free. Tijuas Tire, a tradition of trust since 1947. I'm your host, Josh Salmon. June 30th, 1980 was the night that seven tornadoes ripped through Grand Island, Nebraska, destroying much of the town, injuring hundreds, and killed five. Tammy Wissing, a first-grade teacher at Cedar Hollow Elementary School in Grand Island, reads the book with her students every year. Grand Island Independent reporter Brandon Summers caught up with Wissing as she talks about why she uses the book as a teaching tool and the impact it has on her students because of it being about places in their hometown. My name is Tammy Wissing, mm-hmm. and I'm the first-grade teacher, one of the first-grade teachers at Cedar Hollow. Excellent. And I understand that you teach the book by Ivy Ruckman, Night of the Twisters. Is that right? I do. I read it with my first graders every year. Tell me about the book. Um, we're just getting to the good part, as my kids would tell you. Um, we've been reading all the background information about Dan and his friend Arthur. And they started out at Mormon Island and got home, ate supper, and now we're just following them through the adventure of that night on June 3rd. Oh, wow. What's the book about, for those who don't, uh, who may not know? Um it's about two little boys mainly mm-hmm. and um, the adventures that they go on that night of June 3rd and it takes us through very like several different parts of Grand Island we start at Mormon Island then we go to Fawner Park and my kids really enjoy that because it's a book that you can check out anywhere mm-hmm. and it's talking about Grand Island mm-hmm. absolutely how long have you been teaching this book Oh my goodness. Um, 23 years. I've been teaching for 23 years. I started teaching the book when I came to Cedar Hollow, and I think that this is my 12th, 11th or 12th year. My partner when I came here was Doreen Groupie, and Mm -hmm. she was the one that had always read it to her kids. And since we have two sections of each grade, we like to do the same thing. And so... I've been reading it with her ever since I started here. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, why teach the book? Um, I think it's something that the kids can connect with mm-hmm. because it's something that's happened in Grand Island. And I usually tell them about what I remember, which isn't a whole lot. I was five at the time. Mm. And so we talk about my fear of the weather, and it's gotten better as I've gotten older. Um, With Mrs. Groupie, she always had people that she brought in at the end of the book, Mm -hmm. and they told us their experiences of what happened that night. And I'm going to do it a little different. I didn't get to teach it last year, and it was my first year without Mrs. Groupie. And so Mr. Mazur is going to come in next week. He's our principal, and tell the kids about his experience, and then I have other people that I'm going to ask to come in every now and then throughout the book to share their experiences. What's that like? The kids love it. They love to hear what happened that night. They love to hear um, what we all remember. And I have to say this is one of the first groups that when I started reading the book and I said Mormon Island, they were like, oh, I've been there. And so they, they just enjoy it. That's excellent. And what are some of the lessons that can be learned from the book by a child? Tornado safety, Uh weather safety, and we talk about, I mean, I always tell them when I was a little kid how we went to the basement 
and we've had to talk about, well, if you don't have a basement, what can you do? So we talk about tornado and weather safety and even how the weather is different throughout the United States. You know, not every place has tornadoes, most generally. <laughs> yes, and then how do the kids respond to the book, obviously? You said they're excited to hear the names of the local places, which is right. which is tremendously thrilling, I'm sure. Um, but how do they respond to the themes, the events? So far, there hasn't been much of a reaction just because the tornado has not yet hit. In years and before. Years before, um, I think they're kind of surprised that the kids were out riding their bikes alone and going as far as they did. Um, some of them get scared, you know, hearing what's going on. Um, but I think overall, they just enjoy hearing about it and listening to what other people have said happened that night from a firsthand account. Interesting. And in years before, when the children have the opportunity to meet people who actually experience this, uh-huh. uh, what is their reaction to that? Oh, they're excited. Yeah. They are so excited to um, meet. We had a man that came in and it was his first night on the fire department mm -hmm. and he talked about what his experience was like um mrs groupie at that time was a senior and so she shared what she remembered um she had newspaper clippings and all of that and the kids were just in awe to see and to hear what happened so yeah cool do you enjoy teaching the book i do I enjoy it. It wasn't a book that I would have ever thought about reading to first graders, but it fits in at the end of the year with weather, and we do tornado awareness or severe weather awareness day here at school, and we practice all of that, and so it just kind of fits in right at the end of the year. Um, is there anything you would like to say about your experience teaching this book, or I even just, your personal experiences having um, been there? I enjoy reading with the kids. It's my favorite part of the day. Yeah. And I think where it actually happened in Grand Island, a lot of them go home and talk with their parents about it and hear their experiences. And it's just been a joy to teach. Cool. Yes, I do imagine that would be a wonderful introduction to pick up a book, find out it's set here right. and really happen. And then that's the first step toward a lifetime of reading. That must we be. hope so. Yes. That's always the goal is just to get kids to love reading. Wonderful. Coming back, Brandon talks to Brenda Holm, a librarian in Grand Island, about media options for those who want to read, listen, or watch more about that summer night, June 3rd, 1980. When the Real Night of the Twisters continues. When it's time to hit the road, the last thing you need to worry about is your vehicle. At T.L. Haas Tire, we'll inspect your brakes, belts, hoses, fluid, suspension, tires, and more. All done by a certified technician and all done absolutely free. And don't forget, we have a tire for every vehicle and every budget with optimum tire wear, fuel economy, and most importantly, driver safety. Welcome back to the Grand Island Independent Podcast Series, The Real Night of the Twisters. We heard from Tammy Wissing, a local teacher who teaches a book called Night of the Twisters as a learning tool to not only promote tornado safety, but awareness of this historic night and to get kids reading. Now Brandon Summers visits with Brenda Holm, a librarian at the Edith Abbott Memorial Library in Grand Allen, about books and other media options available for learning about the Night of the Twisters. 
Okay, here at the library, we have several books from Ivy Ruckman. It's called Night of the Twisters. We have several copies. Um, we also have an audio CD that they can listen. It's Mainly, it's the book, but it's on audio CDs. Then we do have the DVD called Night of the Twisters. No one saw it coming. It's a pretty good um, DVD. We also have Playaways here, and uh, they are little um, little boxes here where you put in your earphones and you can listen to it on Playaway. Yeah, those are those are pretty neat, very popular. We have adult and children's, and then also in our um, genealogy room, we have a scrapbook of really amazing. Um, newspaper clippings and pictures and uh, this cannot be checked out but you're sure welcome to come in and uh, take a look at that. Also in our vertical file we have all kinds of literature and pictures and uh, interviews from people that have been through the June 3rd tornado of 1980. So we've got a few things here for the people to come and look at. Are they popular among the community? Uh, yes they are. Um, I I'm not so sure. Um, I don't know about the uh, the the scrapbook or the vertical file, but the kids love the books. They love the play away, and they love the audio. So those get checked out quite a bit. Why do you think that's such a popular title? Uh, because it was pretty amazing thing that happened to Grand Island. Um, I think that it was very rare to have so many tornadoes in one night. And I think it's pretty fascinating to learn about what happened to Grand Island on June 3rd. Absolutely. I've heard of that for kids. It's a, a special kind of thrill to read something that mm -hmm. has all the names of their town and neighboring. Abs absolutely. I agree. I agree, too, because, I mean, it was a big thing. We were on national news. You know, it was a... Big thing to happen to Grand Island. I mean, imagine seven tornadoes in your town at one time. That's pretty awesome. I mean, you know, in a sense. So, yeah. So the kids really enjoy the book. Gets checked out a lot. So does the DVD. The DVD is, is pretty good. You'll have to check it out. To go through something like that, it's pretty amazing, pretty scary, a lot of mixed emotions. Uh, I understand that... You experienced the Night of the Twisters? Yes. Um, I was with my girlfriend, and uh, we decided to go to A&W. A&W was on Locust Street at that time. I was 20 years old. So me and a girlfriend hopped in a car and went down to A&W. And while we were eating, we no noticed that the clouds were getting awful dark. Things just looked really eerie outside. Um... It just was really out of the ordinary night. It, it just was really spooky. And so we kind of looked up at the clouds, and my girlfriend said, uh, I think we better be getting home. And I said, yeah, I think so. So we didn't even finish our food. Um, we just grabbed our food that we had on the tray at A&W. We uh, got halfway home, and the sirens started going off. And she lived not too far from where my parents lived. She dropped me off at my parents' house, which was a direct hit 
from the tornado. Um, it, it's the one that came from over to the veterans home. That's the one that was a direct hit to my mom and dad's house. And my mom and dad's house was just newly built six months and it got destroyed. Um, but she did happen to make it home. I made it home. And as soon as we got home, the second siren went off. And you know, when the second si siren goes off, that means you better be in a safe place. So my brother happened to be there with his wife and their son, and my mom and dad was there and I was there, and we uh, all buckled down and went down to the basement, and we all crawled underneath the staircase. My dad always told me that was a good reinforcement place to be, is underneath the staircase, and so that's where we were, and when they say it sounds like a freight train, that's exactly what it sounds like. To me, my experience was it was hard to breathe. The air gets all sucked up. Whatever you want to call it, freight train, airplane, jet, it sounded like both. It was pretty scary. And my mom and dad's house, uh, the only thing left standing was the kitchen, the bedroom frames, but the bedrooms were pretty well wiped out. The kitchen frame was left and we were downstairs and firemen were going around and seeing if everybody was safe, anybody there, and they had to pretty much dig us out. So it was pretty scary. And then we end up going across um, in the backyard. There were other houses, and we went over there and stayed with some neighbors for the night until the morning came, and then we could start you know, cleaning up or whatever we needed um, to do, but uh, I'll never forget it. It's something that you can't forget. Oh, it, it was, Brandon, it was so bad. 20 years old, you know, uh, it just, it's something that you read about, people tell you about it, but until you actually lived it, you can understand. It's just, it's terrifying, very terrifying. So, but we made it, and uh, my folks, they um, they rebuilt their home. And it's so funny the way tornadoes, they are, because my mom and dad's house got hit, then their next-door neighbor didn't get hit, then the two houses next to that got hit. It's like the tornado just goes up, comes down, goes up, comes down, just skips, you know. And then, of course, the real devastation was on Locust Street. You know, that was the biggest one out of all seven. So um, that really ruined Grand Island. Flattened us, pretty much. You learn to respect the weather. If anything, what this taught me through all of this is I respect the weather. The weather is very mighty, and when those sirens blow, I don't think twice. I have a plan, you know, and I just, you just learn to respect the weather. Uh, one other thing I was curious about was these resources, Night of the Twisters, mm -hmm. which you have as children's paperback, uh, audio CD, audio MP3 player, mm -hmm. and a DVD. DVD movie adaptation. What's it like for the children as they experience it? Do they enjoy the story or are they... Um, I, you know, like, I know it gets checked out a lot. I haven't really talked to anybody. Um, there is, you know, families that do come in and ask me what there is of anything on, 
um, the tornado or, or stuff. And so this had been missing for a really long time, and we did find it. So um, I, And it seems like every year that this comes around and the weather starts, you know, getting tornadic and everything, these are more popular in the winter time or, you know, when, when the, the season is different. It's usually in the summertime when these really start getting checked out. Well, thank you very much for oh, you're welcome. and for sharing your experiences. You're welcome. That wraps up this episode of The Real Night of the Twisters. Our next and final episode of the series, we will learn about the process of rebuilding Grand Island after the devastating storms. Join us next time on the Grand Island Independent Podcast Series, The Real Night of the Twisters, sponsored by Tijuas Tire. Tijuas Tire is the home of the courtesy inspection where they check your brakes, belts, hoses, fluids, tires, and more absolutely free. Tijuas Tire, a tradition of trust since 1947. Thank you for listening. The Real Night of the Twisters podcast is copyright Grand Island Independent and Lee Enterprises 2021, written, narrated, and produced by Josh Salmon. I would like to thank Brandon Summers, Tammy Wissing, Brenda Holm, and you for listening. Until next time, this is Josh Salmon.